0: Hi, uh, this is Tuesday, in-service day, so it's actually just gone the afternoon, and uh, this is the science podcast, uh, with me, Mr. Short, Mr. Forsyth, and Mr. Atkinson. Hello. Mr. Young says his brain is fried. Quite right, uh, too. He's what? He's done too much colouring in this morning, oh, <laughs> and he's been that's overstimulated. The biology. <laughs> that's
1: the biology way. <laughs> the so,
0: this week... <laughs> We're going to try and discuss uh, AI, which is having an increasing influence on our lives from a huge number of things. Um, from we've used this app called Shazam. Oh yeah, the music one. Yeah. yeah so if you good. hear a tune and you don't know what it is. Oh right, okay.
1: So when you pegs it picks out what it actually is, identifies the song. Yeah, your I mean, phone will listen, to it. Oh. listen oh, okay. to it.
0: Listen to it. Inverted commas will decode or take the. Um, signals make them electronic and then match it to a song mm. in its database and tell you what the song is. It yeah. is pretty amazing. We yeah. had, we were away at the weekend and uh, the band, this one man band, was playing cover songs. And it's obviously slightly different to the original. So it took a couple of attempts, but still it works. still, still worked. Yeah. Still worked on the kind of... It usually doesn't do that. It's got, as you say, it's got to match pretty yeah. much exactly the... And it's not plugged in, it's not taking electronic, it's just taking the sound through the yeah. air and decoding it and then putting up. So that that would be AI. Because it um, can do that through even if there's background noise yeah. as well, because often
2: in the supermarkets if I saw a song and I think, oh, what's that called? Yeah. And it can it can discern it
0: through so, uh, two a one. <laughs> <laughs> The technology is quite amazing and, and I guess the technology <coughs> is mimicking what our brains would do. So AI, artificial intelligence, and our brain has eighty-six billion neurons which is, seems like a staggering number, but AI is meant to mimic that. And obviously, we, we've talked about the size of computers being huge to you know, watch size in some ways. And how that works is, is um, astonishing. But AI is different from our brains and our brains have a unique self-centered uh, input. Yeah, and they're, they're all unique personal experiences that we have from around us from growing up and our personal experiences result in how our brain works. AI is very much different in that it takes everyone's experience Mm -hmm. and puts it into its own
1: knowledge. So it's a collective experience. Yes, it's effectively an encyclopedia, isn't it? You're you're pulling that information together, but it's not... It's it's about your your definition of what intelligence really is, I guess. Well, no, I wasn't
0: wasn't quite going that way. I was kind of yeah. thinking that it takes like um, an average experience from a load of different sources rather than what we are, which is an opposite. is one different, one experience and how they interact. So AI would take, so, w- well, I suppose we could take a few examples and we could go through that. So my fir- first image when I've written down here, when I was looking at, I watched the <coughs> Christmas lectures. The Christmas lectures were on AI. Uh, if you've not seen them it's worth looking at the Christmas lectures and seeing what goes on. Different always types. Interesting. Um, but I've written at the top here the Borg image from Star Trek. Ah, collective. Let, let's start there. The Borg collective, they are all linked. There's a, basically cyborgs, so half human, half machine. They're in a the Borg cube in space, and basically it's a hive mind. So they're all linked together. They can all hear what each other is thinking. It's one mind in
1: one space. Is that artificial intelligence? Well, it's an assimilation, isn't it? They're, they're it is drawing in all the experiences that the, that they've all got into one collective. So that could be termed artificial yeah. intelligence. So but again, it's, it's it's that kind of bringing information together from several different sources into one single yeah. repository. And I guess you could be you can effectively say that's. That's
0: what the internet So, yeah, and today we've had meetings with other teachers from other schools. Is that mimicking artificial intelligence when we chat in one room about what teachers are doing in different schools or in different classrooms? Is that shared experience mimicking AI? Is that, is that what we're talking about? Is that what it is? No idea. I don't know. Would that, would that count? I don't, I don't know. So... If we extend it a (coughs) little bit, let's go to some film references, because that seems to me, I I don't really know what it is, but I know it's like artificial intelligence is computer-based. But um, the Terminator, 1984, that was meant Uh to be AI. Yeah,
1: indeed. And it was... August ninety seven, computer achieves sentient life.
0: Yes, but there's not much in that, apart from they say this is a a robot with sentient life. Um, It's a weaponisation of AI... And the de- defenses system becomes sentient. And it, I guess it's more like a strategy, like a chess game. Yeah. Is that where AI started with chess?
2: Um. No. I mean, there's the, there's the famous match between Gary Kasparov and... Oh, Deep Blue. He, yeah, he played against a computer. Yeah, he did win overall. But Deep Blue did win
0: a game against him. I think he won 2-1 overall. And in that sense, the computer takes all possible imaginable moves... Yeah then uses statistics to work out which is the <coughs> best way forward, which is what... Yeah. Getting a computer to do that based on us yeah. when we're deciding, right, looking out the window, it looks like it's not going to rain, I won't wear a jacket, that kind of de- decision-making process? Yeah. Or is that is the chess simpler than that process?
1: It's effectively. It's only going to be as effective as the information received. Yeah. it's received. And it's like, it's like the old thing that we used to say for, for computers, which was giggle, garbage in, garbage out. So if you're, if you're pool of information that you're drawing upon in much the same way that pull pool of information any of us draw upon together if that's not based on I kind of clarified facts or that it's not actually been peer, say, peer checked or anything else then you can make the wrong assumptions and computers make, can make the wrong assumptions all the time, I guess that's the whole thing with the film The Terminator you're talking about where the computer makes a decision that uh, in terms of longevity of planet earth at this kind of point humans are damaging it and therefore uh, we'll wipe them out. And it's, it's the same kind of history that you end up through a load of sci-fi films. The Matrix does the same thing. Matrix does much the same situation where you've got you do have artificial intelligence where the robots are doing all the jobs that people don't want to really do and it's only at the point when human, humanity challenges the robots that, that the Matrix kind of steps in yeah, they all seem quite,
0: chess quite strategic yeah. yes, I was going to say strategic because with <coughs> the Matrix the machines become sentient, they're able to think um, so the humans decide to take over so the humans don't look like they think that far ahead they go to the sky darkening they make the planet all dark so the machines can't get any solar light. But they surely the power source. We would lose out because yeah. all our energy comes from the sun and plants, so we would lose out too. But the machines are cleverer because they develop fusion. Yeah. So they develop fusion, which is an energy source, and the humans are forced underground, and the machines take over. Pretty much, that's the premise, isn't it?
1: Yeah, they 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 decide to wipe out the humans, in at this kind of point, yeah. the only way because they kind of shut down the power sources for the. For the, the machines, then that's why they try to go for this sky Yeah, it's, it's too totally short, so
0: it is very much more strategic do this do that, think think ahead. I was thinking in terms of the weather, I guess you could ask Alexa. Alexa is AI. Alexa, is it should I wear a coat this afternoon? You can ask it that question. You, yeah. And while I'm saying it, I notice a lot of people do say she or he. I'm mm. yeah. asking her. Because you oh, hear yeah. a human or what sounds like a human voice yes. responding to you. But you'd normally say, I would ask, it. No. that's that sound See, rude? Careful.
1: Be careful. I'll be choosing what battery <laughs> you're getting plugged in. So like, every time you call me it. Every single time.
0: Okay. I say, I balance, maybe it'll start lying to you. I balance that. <laughs> now, this is what, where I differ from a few people in, in my family or circles. And I say thank you afterwards. Oh, okay.
1: Nah, it's okay. At least you're polite to finish it off with. But
0: it. if you say to Alexa, should I wear a coat this afternoon? Alexa will say... I don't think Alexa gives you the answer, I think Alexa says there is a 60% chance of rain this yeah. afternoon, or a 20% but chance base of rain. Based it
1: on some sort of information yes. pool that, that it's already got, and I guess that's what uh, the artificial intelligences that we're, we're kindly we were kind of employing, you were talking about chat GBT before we started, yeah. where it's... It's a pool of information that you're you're sitting with, and after that point, what you do with it is is your choice. You can decide to follow whatever guidance you're given, or take it completely on face value. So we've got um, there. There are differences.
0: What AI can do and what AI AI can't do. Uh, AI is very good at maths, logic, you get strategy, good images. images as
1: well. Good uh, um, image development.
0: Whereas humans, maybe, you could argue, are not so good at that. We, we think a lot. We can't crunch big data sets. But tidying up, AI isn't quite as good at tidying up stuff, like physically, your room, your office environment, your surroundings. There's another component that needs added on top to get the tidying up. If you had a robot,
1: even then, it wouldn't be useful. Is that about right? Well, only at the moment, it's like all of these sort of things, the technology ends up developing as, as time progresses through and once upon a time we've been looking at uh, the advent of like, calculators, etc, we've been seen to displace the necessity for mathematical inputs, etc and uh, it's not really the case that we've got here we're using these this now huge pool of data that can be compiled into one single Repository and be able to give you a fast response to do something, yeah. but and I it's suppose whatever we decide to I do. I suppose it. in
0: that case, it's a bit like predictive text. Yeah, and that that's AI as well, isn't it? When you're yeah. writing a text, and it Prediction. comes up with something predictive, yeah. and. Quite a lot of the time,
1: it's, no, it's not a, what you want to well, say. Is it, though? No, just, just I a, wondered where all the a, rude words were coming from. But it's, oh, it was predictive text. <laughs> oh, that,
2: damn that autocorrect. As a Scot, the number of times I'll, I'll type in the word I,
0: and oh, really, it changes it to eight. <laughs> <laughs> That's not good. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, your AI with the predictive text hasn't learned. Well, I or is it? it can, learning. I think it can uh, do that. Does it not? I think you can it yeah, cause like, you can add in. Yeah, because
2: you can put in words that you use all yes. the time. And
0: things. And I think my old phone used to do that, but that's ten years ago. Whereas this one doesn't. This one still corrects stuff. Incorrectly. Yes. Auto incorrect. but that's because the you know maybe I don't use my phone enough for it to pick up on what I would normally say or the yeah. variety of things I might say.
1: But isn't that um, the point that you? you're training it, you're increasing the data set, it's got the, the pool of information, it's actually enough Yeah. it. Uh, yeah,
2: but I'll tell I you know. a thing that happened to me a couple of weeks ago, uh, it was the, the day where the, uh, the third years were getting their jags for whatever it was, and <clears> I said to them, do you know what I'll need to do? I'll actually, I'll need to go give blood, because I haven't given blood in a while, you know, and later on that day, I saw, <clears throat> I saw them in the morning, Later on that day, I was loading up a YouTube video and the advert at the start of the video <laughs> was for the NHS blood give drive
1: uh, Ah, it's that? that's, that's listening to you,
2: that, Well, is that, is that artificial intelligence? Is that responding to a stimulus that it's detected because I've said the words... That was on your PC? Blood? Or your iPad? I don't... so it was... I was displaying something on the board but I think it must have been
0: my phone, perhaps?
1: Yeah, because you know, Siri's yeah. listening to you. Yeah. Or so it's, it's AI on
0: yeah. Facebook is famous for that. The ads pop up for what you're looking yeah. for. Yeah. But there's a, there is an Alan Turing test, isn't there, yeah. for whether something is human to or computer? Yeah. Well, to distinguish between. What is that? So it's not
2: it's not the same as the Asimov test. No. So, the, the so that's t- Isaac Asimov. I, yeah. So the uh, the Turing test, otherwise known as the imitation game, hence yeah. the name of the film, is can a computer? give answers to questions in such a way that the answers that the computer gives is indistinguishable
1: from it. a
0: typical response of a human so if you said how are you feeling today and it said
1: yeah I'm fine thanks, how yeah, are you good. doing yeah. that, mm, it could be, couldn't be is it just a polite computer is it, is it just that it's been trained to give that level of response back
0: and I guess a, a humour would be a key part of that yeah, Well, sarc- and sarcasm Yes, yeah. but or not all people pick up on humour either.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so or or are, they, <coughs> are sure.
0: they? deliberate? Are they
2: intelligent enough to n- deliberately not give an answer that you know, oh, so that yeah. you don't, you can't tell whether or not. Okay, yeah.
0: so what's the the Asimov test? So Isaac Asimov was he was now a scientist n- and an author, n- that right? Yeah, three yep, three rules of robotics,
2: no isn't it? So you, oh crikey. And Let's the see. Asimov oh, test is, to look is similar. Let's see. Asimov
1: test.
2: Asimov. This, this is the AI robot isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Awesome. So, the, Asimov rules. Asimov, re-laws. here we go. So, a, a robot may not injure a human being or through inaction allow a human to come to harm. Oh, no, a robot must obey orders given to it by a human except in circumstances where an order yeah. would conflict with the first law. And the third one, a robot must protect its own existence
0: as long as doing so doesn't conflict with the first or second laws. So that's basically how you might develop AI, assuming it doesn't go wrong. But it's not really like the Turing test. The Turing test is probably outdated now, isn't it? You probably need a better Turing test.
1: Well, you're already doing your Turing test every time you're on. Uh, You think you're actually contacting a help desk using the web chat because you're already probably doing that. You're already thinking that you're communicating, Hi there, you appear to be having a problem, how can I help? It's like, right, okay, my order's not come through. It's like,
2: Right. Thank you for your input.
1: Give me just a second while I check and see what's happening with the order. It's hard to to hear. Are you really talking? But you're unlikely to be talking to a human being or typing to a human being. You've got a set of responses. Some of the
2: times, yeah. In fact, I was reading this it was on a forum where they were talking from the people who are on the other side of the line and they apparently they can see as you're typing not even like, see, to see you, the you letters t- you're you type something and then you hit return they see what you're typing as you press each letter yeah, you, yeah. it's not like they hit return or you hit return and then yeah. you see it so if you type in something rude and delete <laughs> it they see what you're typing in I know what okay. you were going to say so,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean I, I, I think <coughs> the computing is beyond me in terms of how it actually works, the mechanics of it working. We know that they're getting, they, scientists somewhere, um, are getting computers to be more sentient in terms of predicting our needs. So let's, because I don't think any of us could answer those questions and how it works.
1: Oh, God, no. But don't.
0: let's talk about what it's being used for then, because the scope, we started off by saying that it, we, we have one experience and our brains are basically limited to what we see, hear, or touch as we go through our lives, our whereas AI is taking a collective consciousness.
1: And well, it's, taking well, it's what a, <coughs> a data pool that's been allowed to access. So, it, so it's been entered in it. much the same way. It's like, it's like the equivalent of like Wikipedia that, it's, that you've got there. A you know, lot of the information can go in there, but in the same kind of sense with Wikipedia, neither no, you nor I are aware of who is curating that information or adjusting it or... or well, all I,
0: I guess that's the thing. It's not been curated. No. Everything goes in. Exactly. And all the rogue points, as they exactly. are talking, are taken out by the abundance of data. The Indeed, massive right? amounts of data <laughs> means that those one rogue points have no effect. They're overwhelmed by the sheer amount of it. So I was looking at... Uh, a, few, a few ideas in that the things, some things came up in the news um, <coughs> over the weekend did you watch the France-Scotland game where Scotland beat France yeah. <laughs> <Not> that <yeah. laughs> the one. Scotland so, beat how? France over the weekend I know is the scoreline looks under, different the under 20, <laughs> is that the under 20s no no <laughs> <laughs> no. the <Right>. real international <laughs> robbed but uh, George Turner got taken off
1: did you see no I didn't catch them didn't so didn't he got taken so off
0: because of a head injury but a potential head injury was monitored by his mouthguard so they've got smart smart mouthguards now that can measure the impact oh, around the head okay. Uh, mouth guards do predict against head injury because of the jaw locks I think that might be it absorb but they, some of the they have chips in there that Bluetooth to a computer that tell the force of the impact on so the head the displacement. now I don't think that particularly in itself is artificial intelligence I think that's no. just monitoring yeah, that's, yeah. but in the American football games they've got cameras that monitor every helmet on the pitch and they monitor the impact over the entire game so that's AI, I think. They use the to predict yeah. something that would take a long time. The, compu- yeah. the, the cameras and computers are doing instantaneously. almost instantaneously after the match. So after the match, they've got a load up of what each player, the impact each player has had on the head and they can look at that in terms of reducing future and, and how many impacts, and yes. how many the force and all that kind of stuff, which is kind of quite amazing.
1: Yeah, that's uh, kind of makes you. You wonder where that ends up going next.
0: Well, if you've had too many, you get
1: taken off. Well, exactly. But, and, but then again, you know who can hack into that system? We can all, can swing games, etc. It's, it's the, it's the. Having that information is the wonder where where it ends up getting taken. You'd expect that it's been used in one particular stance to protect players and obviously make the make the game more exciting, make the, the game more efficient. But another stance is there are millions and millions of dollars at play here. Who's who could alter a particular game, who could and adjust like a particular it game. It's
0: not the that. only one, so yes, I, I can see that, but the, yeah. there, there are other things, like the chemistry isn't totally taken out of this, you can do saliva tests, yeah. and mouth guard tests as well, should co- corroborate the data that you've got. Um, the thing that <coughs> yes. that led on to, was obviously you don't want head injuries on players, because that leads to the effects later in the life that we're seeing, yeah. but in terms of boxing...
1: Yeah, that's, yeah. It's
0: literally a no-brainer. You're being punched in the head. So what happens to boxing in that case?
1: Yeah, but it's like... It's like.
0: Would that be a good thing for boxing if they have the mouth guard? But, well, not particularly AI, I guess.
1: <laughs> no, it's not, but it does make you wonder where, where all these things are going. It's all, a, it's all a systematic uh, progression of you've got this particular tool and what do you use it for? I mean... The, to take a step back in the films, etc, because of exactly that with um, damage to the boxers. The, the near-future film Real Steel it applies that and actually displaces all the, um, all the boxers with um, robots. So who are mirroring the moves of yes. their particular gamers their controllers yes. uh, and therefore you still have exactly the same sort of this, this terrific boxer, whatever his, his name ends up being, but now you're, instead you're rooting for a particular boxer you're actually rooting for this particular robot that you've got there uh, and take An, an, an on. avatar? Or no, it's not, not, a, not an avatar as such it's, it's there, it's, it's effectively physical a, a physical a robot no, it's actually a physical robot right. that goes into the ring against another <coughs> physical robot, and you are pitched together. It's like the, it's like the equivalent of a robot wars here. It's, it's quite it.
0: interesting. We, we have done a, a STEAM podcast before, science, technology, engineering, arts and yeah. maths. And that I think that part is quite important, especially with
1: this. You've got all the tech driving <coughs> it, but the discussion. It's an application, isn't
0: it? And films and arts come in with that, don't
1: they? Yeah, again, it's, it's it keeps me saying, this. it's the application that, like... AI is now the latest tool and it's, you know, it's, it's on everybody's lips it's, so it's fearfully kind of mentioned in some circles let's go with um, go on.
0: one thing that's in the future so again Star Trek reference
1: oh, Geordie LaForge oh, sure. he had his visor
0: so Geordie LaForge was blind the character uh, is blind from birth <coughs> um, and he ends up in the Starship Enterprise but he's got a visor that clicks over his eyes picks up all aspects of the electromagnetic spectrum and the implants on the side of his eyes, on his head, yep. they translate that into images for him through the, I think, through the retinal nerve. So he yeah, can I not see only see know, like visible light, and that's translated for him, but also he can see infrared um, and other parts of the spectrum, I guess. And, that, and that's from the sheer volume of information, the electronic information that's going through his implants on the side of his head. So that would be AI.
1: Yeah, well, you, you'd imagine that there'll be some sort of... Is it AI or is it is it simply an augmented uh, response system that you're sitting with? Is it, is, it their, is it AI when somebody's sitting with a prosthetic arm? It's not. Oh, really yeah, yeah. Right, well,
0: we'll go into another body part, which is... Oh, the, easy.
1: <laughs> easy. Okay. The
0: cochlear implant. Indeed. So the cochlear implant on the side of the head. And again, when you boil it down to, to simple <coughs> concepts, we're looking at charge, positive and negative interaction, charge has been generated. Like in the brain, your, your interactions, your thought processes are generated by charge. And we can pick up those charges with a, an, a, a, a sort of hat on, top, on the outside yep, of your head, obviously you inside the head would be easier, but on the outside of the head, you get a delayed, a reduced signal. But your cochlear implant um, is on the brain machine interface, the BMI, which traditionally means body mass index, but this is... Br- brain machine interface so it's so stimulating and so it's direct stimulation of yeah. the auditory nerve and i so guess the feedback from that changes the cochlear implant so you hear more clearly yeah or,
1: or that it's extending what was what was already potentially damaged and therefore yes. can amplify that particular signal yeah. with what you with what residual hearing yeah. you have left
0: so th- those are two things the, the visor
1: is uh, futuristic well, is it because the because with iPhones new ones there's a, the new new um, the new system that are sitting with the glasses that you've now got this augmented reality and have oh, you seen yeah, it in the news yeah. where you can actually you can see you can obviously pick up the outside world that's through there but you can also access the internet using uh, this screen that's effectively in front of your eyes. It's all over the news just now. So got a guy who's He's wandering around his flat, he's got a movie going on in one of the rooms when he walks out of it. He's got a cooker sitting and he's got timers which are floating in the air above each of the food sources that he's got cooking in there. And he's set all this up using uh, augmented reality on top of through these eyeglasses that you're sitting with, which is just a full visor. <laughs> it just, it, when you think about it and you've cooking at home and you've got three or four things on the
0: pot, it's not difficult to keep track of them, really. It's not really. <laughs> I think obviously, somebody perhaps <coughs> in Silicon Valley or a tech guy who doesn't cook and uses oh, micro yeah. it's what, a really,
1: what would be good? It would be a timer. Probably you know, <laughs> oh. We could uh, if it actually took it off the cooker when it was cooked. Uh, it let's let's be go, go to the,
0: the robotic side of things, because <coughs> there, there is... Um, Prosthetic arm control with AI um, based on muscle twitches in the upper arm on electrode stimulation. So, we're still dealing with charge in the brain and neurons, we've still got that, and you get positive feedback. Um, so, the arm can be used. Now, I think the example here is somebody who was in a car accident. So, Obama met the, this, uh, I, I don't know if he was called a cyborg or not, but He's a 37-year-old Pennsylvania man. Met him in Obama met him in 2016. He had a car accident in 2004 when he was 18. And he's got a brain-machine interface, brain-computer interface. Uh, so he can, can control a robotic arm. Now, the arm was huge, I think, like unwieldy. You couldn't move it out. Yeah. But now, once they've got the technology, they've shrunk it down. And the feedback is such. We take for granted that when we pick up an egg, we don't crush it. Because some people don't have that but he can use the arm to pick up something and there's sensory feedback, which means that he won't crush it. And he's drawn pictures as well, using the arm controlled by his head, which is quite remarkable. And that's AI to get that mass of electrical communication from your brain and decode it, then use it to do something else.
1: Yeah, again, a lot of these things are, they are augmenting what you already have. Uh, where AI is making a a decision or making a particular um, response based on what you actually want from it, so we'll then book for a for a particular essay or a piece of music, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera.
0: See those things might be, I don't know, are they relatively straightforward? In terms of, well, if you take like for example, Nashed Five Chemistry, we've seen the one where somebody says, "I uh, an open question on the reactivity of metals." Yeah. And you ask ChatGTP to produce an answer to how you would order the metals in terms of reactivity, and it produces a spotless answer. Well, that's that is a. Is the that point, not relatively it? straightforward to lift the learning outcomes and put that in? Is that a, a simpler version of using
1: AI? I guess it can be. I guess part of the problem is that that what is supposed to be a, a spotless answer, uh, in many times in many cases, is. Is subject to interpretation because that's what you don't have with uh, the artificial intelligence that's there. It's simply an output of yeah. based upon the information it's got, and sometimes on paper it might look like quite a good answer until you actually consider it with a, with a little more depth. I, I thought the answer yet. was
0: excellent. I just thought it was just
1: some of was, them are some of them are very the well. It
0: perfect that I saw, but it just had content in there that wouldn't expect from a, for example, yeah. a fourth year pupil. I was like, uh, so but definitely.
1: But, but again, that's you could do the same for you know typing in even Google etc. You can get much the same sort of responses back, and if you don't you know, sanity check these things or that you're just happy to accept we've got. And that's what always kind of worries me about artificial intelligence. It's the where's the where's the intelligence, or is it simply they were using artificial intelligence to take us out of the thought process? Look. We don't want to think too hard about these things.
0: The intelligence bit would be using it to do something else. Well, that's the hope. That's what you would do The relatively easy bit is answering an exam question. No disrespect to anybody sitting exams. If you've covered the work and somebody asks you a question and you understand the question, you'd think something in the course would answer that question. If you've covered it, revised it, debated it in class, gone over it, studied in depth... Applied your intelligence to it to interpret what you've been asked. Yeah, so I'd say that was... Relatively straightforward. The brain links. How many people around the world have these links that are linking their brain brain machine interfaces or brain computer implants? Implants. Yeah. How many people around the world have them? Do you think? Ten. Ten. Hundreds. Hundreds. Oh well. Yeah. We're in between. Forty-two people. Yeah, okay. Forty-two people have them. Uh, the implants are about half the size of a shirt button. So it seems quite big, but also... Uh, it depends what it was placed, I guess. Yeah, isn't it? Um, there are two ones. So Elon Musk was in the news recently with neuron. I was thinking of, yeah. But he's not the first. You think this is new and he's the first person to do it. It's not. He it was done, like, 20 years ago. But the difference is that Elon Musk's is going into the skull. Yeah. And the one that has been used before, who I, I don't have the name of, so it, is on implant. the outside, like implant. a cochlear implant. So what problems do we have with putting something inside somebody's skull apart from the fact it's invasive surgery that nobody particularly wants no, you don't want to keep going in to take it out and change battery or, mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. Oh. It. i didn't actually think about the battery i just assumed it'd be remote charging
1: those forgot to plug myself in we're back to Matrix we've got remote charging you don't want yeah. phones
0: and stuff you don't yeah, know it's yeah, just yeah, like bang, <laughs> <Yeah. You're>
1: passing <laughs> those electromagnetic waves through your skull oh look I've got a I guess the microwave is, my skull my brain in here
0: normally we get our computer updated the software is updated yeah. but the actual hardware yeah, isn't so. I guess you it can becomes... update update a chip to a certain extent, but the hardware you'd need to go well, in and pull it out it and, and replace it, wouldn't
1: you? i yeah. yeah. ah, see, I'm, and then chips implanted and the rest of that. But now in the like dog Ock territories, I don't know what happens with them. And uh, Spider Man too, we end up with his chip gets fried and the the arms could become start taking control of him. So that'll be Elon Musk yeah. there's always an improvement
0: um, last week last Wednesday in fact did you read about the Pompeii scroll no so this is using AI again so three students Mount Vesuvius erupted covered everything in Nip. ash things were kind of like stayed static as they were humans uh, in, in kind of encased in lava encased in and the, and lava oh, they and found this scroll which was something to be the last uh, one of the last letters from Caesar or something and they offered a like a, a big huge prize for anybody who could decode this scroll, which has only survived because it was carbonized and didn't decay. Um, three students won a seven hundred thousand dollar prize on this two thousand year old badly burned carbonized manuscript. It, they had the manuscript on CT scans, and they used AI and pattern recognition to decode what was on the script.
1: Yeah, found one word, so they ancient weren't Ar- Greek word.
0: Weren't archaeologists, they were IT students and they're coming, what else, robotics students as well. And they decoded that um, script. So I think a lot of stuff, the kind of collective knowledge and pulling that together is quite amazing. The chat bit is quite weird because the next bit, I think, from AI <laughs> is to be more sentient and offer conversation.
1: Yeah, I, mean, I guess that's back to your, your Turing test, isn't it? That whole... Um,
0: why, why is it being developed though why are we spending so much on developing this presumably to
2: make our lives easier or to cut down human yeah, it's a 13 billion
1: dollar market a customer service market you don't need human beings to talk in to you in the next 5 years think about all those jobs that were percent. sent all to other countries think about all these call centres that you'll no longer require the the strikes in America with the acting
2: thing because Indeed. they're using artif they don't need actors and actresses anymore because they
0: well, basically can scan it yeah
1: and replicate
0: it well that's kind of going against the, the the Turing test we talked about earlier the emotion and the empathy and the can you tell it's a human but that's what the, the next step is to have something that talks to you and sympathizes with you yep. and there was somebody who's they were writing the I can't think, maybe the BBC app, the wife was talking as a journalist and her husband talks to Alexa or whichever device they have about the football. To save her the pain of having to to listen to (laughs) it. Sounds
1: like a win-win. Both happy.
0: So she doesn't have to listen to it. She did try it and she said it just sounded a little bit too obsequious. It was kind of agreeing with with everything she said. There was no no resistance to what she said, no backup, no debate. She said, Oh, for example, Liverpool played badly. And they say, Yes, Liverpool did play badly because. Or, there was no kind of well. What about this? What about that? It just agreed with what you were saying.
1: Again, that's that's down it's to the point. The information pool that has been provided that's not the that artificial intelligence has not been provided. The it'd be good to challenge. You know, every every five questions challenged back. <laughs> uh, these things will just become more and more sophisticated as, uh, as we use them and utilize them and. Want to use them. Some well, things are, are kind of continued with and yeah. some things kind of disappear in terms of technology. Cars, I remember cars Singular is an seat one,
0: Because we, we, I mean, uh, I've got numerous times where people are very uh, possessive or protective of their cars and their right to drive and individualised transport, which is kind of odd <coughs> given the situation we're in. But cars have their uses. But Definitely. would we be able, would people be happy giving up their driving ability if it was artificial intelligence that's driving their car? No, Surely yeah. the answer our question is yes. No, because no. We, our own personal thing is that we drive, and we have our own, our own experiences to go from. And if you ask like you know, a million people, a million people will say they're a good driver well, or above average, which oh, yeah. is impossible. Not everybody can be above average. But if you take AI, and have the collective experience of the road and the rules they're not tired drunk hungover or rushing to get to a meeting surely our roads are massively safer and it's better but people like to drive don't they they like that individual kind of authority
1: well they they want a level of control that <laughs> they're um, at this point unwilling to, to hand over yet what if we asked
0: ai should we cars be driverless? And AI said yes because of this. And we agreed with AI because we agree with what AI says. Oh,
1: this is starting
0: to go into and a dead address. People Stop really me. enjoy not driving because they can read a book, they can chat. People don't die on our roads every day. Ah, okay, Wouldn't that be amazing? Hand it
1: over to our new... Artificial intelligence overlords. I, I so thought we're you were going to say score. what about
0: the car that ran away and they couldn't stop it? And no, the well, police, yeah. yeah, there's. What happened there? What happened? So tell us about that. What <laughs> happened? So it was a
2: I think it was a guy from Glasgow as well, <laughs> was it not? And he had an electric car which wouldn't stop.
0: He took the keys out. The, the police were saying
2: you got to stop. And he said, look, I can't and stop. And he took the keys out through the window. They basically had to stop him by getting a couple of cars or one of three, going in the front of them and then just slowing down. And the, the yeah. second car stopped because the first and one And
0: what about the uh, driverless cars in San Francisco? Do you, do you ever see about that? Is, is that, like that like Tesla? Do they not no. more or less
2: have an option where
0: you can... No, what they found is if you put a traffic cone on the bonnet, the car would stop. What is, is that right? The... There's a traffic cone on the bonnet and then it would stop. So there's uh, those people who are against it, like the Wellington statue
1: in Glasgow. I mean, what? Traffic cones control everything.
0: Who who knew? So, what we're thinking at the moment. Oh, there's one more thing I should mention is that um, we're trying to interpret, or AI is going to interpret, whale song. So you can collectively got whale song, you can look at the activities and perhaps
1: yeah, discern like so we yeah. the We've mentioned this before, the
0: babel fish in Douglas Adams. Yeah. You could have a, a science where you have something on your head, you can listen to what a whale is saying. Would that be amazing or terrifying? Depends
1: well, what they're saying about you. I'm not sure I'm going to feature too highly
0: on any <laughs> whale song. We should leave the Earth. It's been well, destroyed you know and a... made way for an intergalactic what planetary it... highway. What is it? So
1: long and thanks for all the fish. <laughs> uh...
0: Well, I think we'll probably draw a line there, but um, I think perhaps AI is as good, if not better, than we are at the moment, despite the fact we're laughing at cars not stopping and things. It's it probably better than us already. We just do not realise. Depends it. Well, how we use it. Well, and
1: isn't that is another. I don't think you've got an option? Option. You'll be oh. asking it how to use it. Well, well, that's that's the thing. It's right now. It's, and it it's saying, a new tool.
0: Listen to Mr. Short.
1: Well, <laughs> will it? What are you going to do if it says not, uh, that's that, and uh, no until that certain one 50 Fifty fifty gamble. That's you taking your chances, <laughs> Paul. Right, we'll leave it there. Thank you. See you.